Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. What's Ron Rivera doing? What purpose is he serving with his comments yesterday about Eric Bieniemy and young players on his team? It's Carlin in for Greeny, ESPN Radio, Series 6M, Channel 80. What is up, my people? 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Back up a second, Bubba. Did I just say, what is up, my people? We both, we both <laughs> commented on it and oh immediately said, yeah. cut that. Yeah, yeah. what happened That's there? coming back later. It was almost wow. as good as uh, the, the uh, Dr. Pepper calling line is lit. Yeah, I, wow, I really said that? What's up, my people? What is What's up, my up, people? My people? <laughs> Party people? Yeah, can we get? Is there anyone oh. else that can? Is anyone else at Seaport that can finish the rest of the hour here? We're gonna. Where did that even come from? I don't even know. That's the thing. It just came out. I have no idea where that came from. Wow, that was awful. Can I do any more generic, fun, energetic radio at the top than that line? What's up, my people? Wow. What is up, my people? <laughs> Oh my God, that was awful. That was all, like, honestly, somebody should come in here right now and rip the microphone away from me for saying that. What is up, my people? It's a shame Canty's not there because he could have done that for you. He would have, and he'd be destroying me right now, too, and justifiably so. Justifiably so. That was a tough start. can, Can we just clean up the tail end of that edit so it's. What is up, my people? So I'm not. You know, just leave it at what is up, my people. Oh, my God. I'm the worst. I am. There are times. I'm not always the worst, but there are times where I am the worst. All right. Let me recover for a moment. Let me mentally clear clear myself out. I almost need to meditate for 10 minutes after that. But we don't have time. It's Carlin on ESPN Radio in for a greenie. Who needs to adapt to who? We're opening the lines at 888 888- 729-3776-888-SAY-ESPN. The players needing to adapt to Eric Bieniemy's methods or is it vice versa? In case you missed it, here is Ron Rivera yesterday, the commander's head coach, talking about younger players struggling with the intensity of Eric Bieniemy, his new offensive coordinator. A lot of these young guys, you know, they do struggle with certain things, um, and a lot of you also got to take for where they've been. Guys coming from certain programs are used to it. Guys come from other programs aren't as much. So us as a coach, I kind of have to assimilate and get a feel for everybody. Eric has an approach, and it's the way he does things, and he's not going to change And because he believes in it. Jack has his approach. Um, having been a head coach, I think Jack has a tendency to try and figure guys out a little bit more as opposed to, hey, this is it, this is the way it's going to be, that type of stuff, where Eric Eric hasn't had that, that experience yet. When they came to you, it was just they felt like Eric was riding them too hard? or They're, They just were a little concerned. 
Yeah, this is odd. I heard this first yesterday, uh, late afternoon, and whenever I hear a comment from a head coach in a press conference, I immediately go to what purpose does this particular comment that raises an eyebrow serve? And I racked my brain on that one for a good 20 minutes yesterday. I have no idea what that serves. Is it to tell your players to toughen up? Well, I think there was a more direct way to do that, even if you're choosing to do it publicly, because if he's choosing to do it publicly, he's already done it behind closed doors. Is it to get on Eric Bieniemy for having to change his style of coaching a little bit? There's no way that a head coach is going to tell a new assistant coach as offensive coordinator that he needs to adapt to these younger players publicly because they are having a lot of trouble with you. There was no purpose in there that was beneficial in the short term in Ron Rivera saying that. Now, for his part, here was Biennemi yesterday defending his methods. Eric Biennemi is who he is, okay? Eric Biennemi knows how to adapt and adjust. Eric Biennemi is a tough, hard-nosed coach, but also understand I'm going to be the biggest and harshest critic, but I'm also their number one fan because I got their back. My job is to make sure that we're doing it the right way. There's a way to do it. Do they understand that? Yes, because they're seeing the results. We're making a lot of strides. I'm proud of these guys. It's been some, excuse my language, some good to watch. First of all, third person three times right out of the gate. Eric Bieniemy's a good coach. Eric Bieniemy's this. Eric Bieniemy's that. All right. Secondly, I, I get where Bieniemy's coming from here because there is a very delicate line between coaching hard and going over that line. And now more than ever, I think that line doesn't get crossed necessarily. I think it gets misconstrued. You have younger guys coming into the league who have been told all along that they are nothing but great. Unless they're coming from specific schools like Alabama, I would say that a lot of players that come into the league now have not been coached hard in their lives and absolutely have to adapt to it. So today, Ron Rivera comes out and makes a prepared statement in relation to all of this and what he said yesterday. I also want to clear up the reverence I made about Jack in comparison to Eric. I did not communicate that correctly, and I met with Eric. We had a great conversation, and that was cool. I think the biggest thing is that we're all on the same page, everybody. I'm fortunate to have an experienced staff, guys like Eric and Jack, and a roster of players who want to help this franchise take the next step. We're all working to build a culture where players and staff can respect each other's point of views and the way that we do things and continue to be very professional with one another. At the end of the day... We're all a family, and we're working towards the same goal, and that's to win. I just wanted to get that out there so everybody understands I wasn't as clear as I probably needed to be, and I own that, and that's on me. Okay, so let's listen to that, and let's take that in for a moment. That's the first time I've heard that. You know what comes to my mind immediately? What has been the controversy around Eric Bieniemy for the last seven or eight years? Can't get a head coaching job, Right. Because no matter what the reason, doesn't interview well, got things in his past that might be problematic, whatever it is, he hasn't gotten a head coaching job. 
Then it was, well, he needs to leave Kansas City to go be a coordinator somewhere else because he's got Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. Okay, you need to prove you can do it somewhere else and that you're not really doing a great job. I think that's garbage. But okay, I understand that. He takes a job in Washington with Sam Howell as the quarterback and a very tenuous situation with the head coach and Ron Rivera and new ownership now coming in. I wonder, all of that just makes me wonder, and this is not based in any uh, kind of fact. I will call this reckless speculation on my part, completely. If there's one thing you could trust, for the most part, there's no journalism behind what I do. That makes me think, if I'm Ron Rivera and I'm saying that publicly, you're calling out the enemy a little bit. Are you trying to cast some doubt on the enemy as a head coach? Does Ron Rivera hear footsteps behind him in the enemy trying to be the next coach of the commanders? And so he puts that out there publicly early to kind of suggest, hey, this guy may not be that great, but hey, I'll come back tomorrow and apologize and we're all on the same page and I'll deal with it. But maybe, just maybe, I'm helping to accomplish a goal that I want to make sure the eyebrows are raised when it comes to the enemy in case a knife is coming from my back. Again, me completely reading into this situation. I want to bring Cam and Bubba in on this for a second because when that last comment came out and you hear that it's from the prepared statement and all that and we're all on the same page and we've met, am I overreaching and suggesting that maybe Ron Rivera is a little bit concerned about his job with new ownership, with the fact that he kept his job this offseason barely, and that they brought in somebody that hasn't been able to get a head coaching job in the league for a long time and is desperate to get one. Am I wrong, Bubba, in suggesting that maybe that is part of why we saw Ron Rivera make that public yesterday? I don't think so. I mean, anytime you're saying you're on the same page, but you're coming out with a prepared statement, I think something's off there. So, yeah, yeah I, I think something's going on there, and I think I – think I think you're onto something. It, does, it doesn't make sense. It's, it's not a good look all around from the beginning, the first comments, the next com- No comments at any point made any sense, and it's, it's very strange. Cam, what do you think? I think we compared it in the pre-show to the Sean Payton stuff. Like that, at least, you know, Canty drove home the point that that could have a purpose in the Broncos' locker room. Right. I, I, purpose, I personally think that it probably did more damage than good, but this just doesn't seem like – it's not like he's trying to – put blame on you know put blame on someone some other team or something like like Peyton was doing with Hackett uh everyone that he's talking about is still on the team all the players are there all the you know the OC is there so like I think he did damage to both honestly he's saying that the enemy's too intense and that the players are too soft and he's probably just trying to set himself up to be protected on all sides here I don't know if that was in completely intentional but that probably is subconsciously what he was thinking a lot of times in the league it is CYA and that's exactly what that felt like right there after listening to Ron Rivera. What does that stand today. for? You know what that stands <laughs> for. 
It's it stands for what's up, my people. What is up, my people? <laughs> so we hear from you in moments on this. Is this on the players? Is this on Rivera? Is this on B enemy? Or is it just Rivera trying to protect his back? Carlin, ESPN Radio, in for Greeny, presented by Progressive Insurance, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help troubleshoot the likely cause of your pesky check engine light for free and help you save time and money down the road. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. What is up, my people? For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Greeny, the podcast. Eric has an approach, and it's the way he does things, and he's not going to change. That's the kind of BS you just don't want. He had no obligation to either say something or not say something, but the fact that he did say something, it for sure isn't going to help the situation overall as it relates to the opinions that people have of Eric Bieniemy. Eric Bieniemy is who he is. Eric Bieniemy knows how to adapt and adjust. Eric Bieniemy is a tough, hard-nosed coach, but also understand I'm going to be the biggest and harshest critic, but I'm also the number one fan. Eric, the enemies are trying to push Ron Rivera off a cliff. <laughs> it's Carlin Infragrini, ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. 888-SAY-ESPN. Who needs to adapt to who? The players to Eric Bieniemy, or vice versa? And is this just Ron Rivera covering his back, so to speak, in case anybody is trying to lobby for his job in what is already a tenuous situation. We start on the phones with our guy Buddha 
in the Bronx, New York, on ESPN Radio. What's up, Buddha? What's up, party people? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What is you up, my people? <laughs> like, that's the you only thing Danny, that could have... Yeah, yeah, I know. I, that is the only thing that could have been worse if I said party people. I mean, jeez. <laughs> Chris Carlin in the his house. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know something? Listen, obviously, if you look at the two, right, offense and defense, the wall would need to, to be spoken to a little harsher. The defense was good last year. So the offensive players, I mean, please, give me a break. But it's never a good sign. Forget that Ron Rivera spoke about it, which was absolutely ridiculous. That they had, they felt that they could go talk to him about it. That that that's already a bad sign right there. But you know what? I say this much, man. And listen, you know, both Ron Rivera and Eric Bieniemy, to a certain extent, are doing the eyes wide shut. Both of y'all got hired by a regime. Rivera got hired to quell all that stuff because this guy didn't want to have to sell his team. Then at the last minute, they bring in Bieniemy, you know, as a as a prop. Let, let's call it for what it was because. Once this dude had to sell his team, you know where this is winding up next year. The Redskins, excuse me, the, the Commanders have the uh, worst roster, either them or the Giants. They're, all, they're both battling for last place. If you ask me which coaching staff I trust better to not be in last place, I trust the Giants better. So all these points are moot. You know, and I feel bad for the enemy to a certain extent, but then again, I don't. You knew that they hired you to quell some of this stuff. So once you accept that role, don't come here to me, talk to me about, you know, this is wrong, what they're doing to me. No. Yeah, come on, man. No, listen, I, 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 I get it, and I agree with you. And the fact that he hasn't got a head coaching job, no matter what it is, is concerning. And clearly, there is some issue that has made its way around the NFL that has kind of led to this. Brian is up next on ESPN Radio. Brian, what do you got, bud? All right, when Vic Fangio was trying to get a head coaching job, everybody was pretty honest and vocal about the man is just a rough interview. You know, he's not going to change. I'm Vic, and this is who I am. Well, the enemy did the same thing. We all knew that. The league kind of quietly whispered that, but instead the narrative was something different when it came to the enemy, for good reason, I might add. But now it's kind of come out, oh, yeah, yeah, because he's kind of a jerk. And, man, Ron Rivera has nothing to worry about because if the enemy's going third person in a job interview, I think Ron's safe. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I don't know if he's doing it in a job interview or not. Uh, and I know why he was doing it yesterday and talking about it. But this does feel like Ron Rivera absolutely being concerned that the enemy could be trying to work some angles in politics right now. And I get that. Politics are a big part of it, man. Politics are a huge part of it in any job, let alone in the NFL. And if he's working the new ownership already, if you're Rivera and you're pointing that out, maybe you're trying to, you know, build a little bit of smoke and burn it into a, turn it into a fire. Because what's next for reporters, right? Reporters are going to knock on doors of players and say, well, how is he tough? What, what's, what's the problem? And you'll get anonymous quotes in the next few days of what the issues are with the enemy if they are real. That will absolutely happen. Ruben, Virginia, next, ESPN Radio. Ruben, what's up, baby? 
course, uh, Rivera's the smartest head coach out here in the league, and everybody's not seeing that. Of course he's throwing smoke at the enemy. He knows that nobody wants this guy as a head coach, so he's in a win-win situation. I might as well continue to make this guy look bad because my job's not in uh, uh, peril. Yeah, he might he might be in a situation where the commanders might go into a different direction, but it won't be with the enemy. I guarantee you that because he's already saying these NFL teams don't want this guy. I don't have to do much. All I have to do is uh, uh, point out why these NFL teams didn't want him. Listen, I, I think that's absolutely a very fair point on Rivera's part. I'm not gonna, I, I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that he's out there playing chess while everybody else is playing checkers. I think to get a head coaching job, you have to be exceptionally smart. You have to be exceptionally smart, and I think there are a lot of guys, and that's why I say when I listen to comments from head coaches. Anything they say publicly has a purpose, whether it's just to talk nicely about a player, whether it's to criticize a player, or whether it's to deliver an underlying message. And to me, that's what happened here. Jack, next, ESPN Radio. Jack, what do you got? How you doing, man? I love the show. Thank you. Look, I, I couldn't believe the, the choices of sandwiches this morning. TB and J, what are we, in kindergarten? Look, I understand it from Booger. You know, Booger grew up in Winfield, where the best the best possible sandwich was probably Subway. But I, I live in New Orleans where, as you know, many people have gotten drunk and stumbled around and still found a better sandwich than PB&J. All right. Well, listen, it's a couple of different you're, – you're going rogue here on this whole thing. Number one, let's not cast dispersions on Subway because, you know, Subway can get it done, and they do get it done quite often. Number two – you're talking about stumbling around drunk in New Orleans. Of course, you're not going for a PB&J. You're looking to get some of that grease in your system, baby. You're looking to get a po'boy. You're looking to get one of those kind of sandwiches. Give me some crawfish, something like that, if you're doing that in New Orleans. Completely, completely different situation. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. 
Better because it has to be. Greeny, the podcast. This will make Yankee fans happy. Bob Klappish of NJ.com has a story today that says Yankees have already made up their mind on Brian Cashman. He's not going anywhere. Of course he's not. He's the fifth Steinbrenner. Carlin, ESPN Radio in for Greeny, presented by our good friends at Progressive Insurance. Cam, Bubba, did you guys watch the first edition of Hard Knocks last night with the New York Jets? I did not because I was watching Oppenheimer. Okay, well. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I had no time for that since that movie was over three Seven hours. hours. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty so, long. Uh, I had a, I had a Oppenheimer it up. Great film, though. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, yeah. I thought it was awesome. Uh, okay. I wish they trimmed it. I think trimmed it 20, 25 minutes. Felt a little bit fat to you. But, uh, I mean, at no point was it dragging, I, but I felt like they easily could have trimmed something. But I thought, I, I thought it was awesome. I loved it. All right. Good enough. Cam, you have already seen Oppenheimer. We've given it's your true. review on that. You yeah. love it. It's did great. you watch last night? Uh, I did not watch last night. I, like the Gen Z that I am, saw all the uh, main clips this morning on, on X. That's all you're going to do. Yes. Uh, yeah, I've honestly never been a huge Hard Knocks guy in general. I like the you know little clips that I get, but I don't need much more than that. I thought it was uh, like we thought was uh, like Greeny said at the top of the show. They made Rogers out to be a god. <laughs> yes. Now and listen, I do like Hard Knocks. I I would say I wouldn't haven't watched all seventeen or eighteen iterations of it, but I've watched at least fifteen of those, and I will clearly watch the Jets here because. They're going to be interesting. But let's call last night what it was, uh, a coronation. That was an Aaron Rodgers coronation. And I would not have expected it to be any different because it was the biggest storyline of the NFL offseason. But I was really interested to know the Jets had been fighting this so hard because of the distraction factor. So what was the access going to look like? What became clear to me in watching throughout the entire episode is that the Jet fan will absolutely love every single minute of Hard Knocks for the next few weeks. The non-Jet fan, I don't know what you're getting out of it. Because this is really a situation where they're going to let you see what they want to let you see. The Jets have everything run by them in terms of the video and what they want to show. And I was talking to some people from the Jets this morning. And as you would imagine, they were thrilled with episode one. But their concern was just that distraction factor that you heard Aaron Rodgers talk about with Liev Schreiber on the sideline after he choppered in. (laughs) But their concern was that it was going to be problems elsewhere. And they didn't want to show... Guys who were fighting for their NFL careers getting cut. They felt like that's a little bit inhumane in what we've seen in years past. Here's the problem. The things that we have seen in years past, that's what engages us. The hour-long infomercial is not going to engage the non-Jet fan. But they don't care, and I get that. Who are the Jet fans ultimately serving? Their own fan, or the Jets ultimately serving their own fan base. They don't care if somebody in Seattle really likes hard knocks or not with the New York Jets. They're trying to get out of it without creating any stories and without really truly addressing any stories. Case in point, they brought it up just in showing the part of the press conference where uh, Robert Sala was talking about what Sean Payton had said about Nathaniel Hackett, 
They showed Nathaniel Hackett, but that was the extent of it. There wasn't any further comments from the coaches really about it that were extensive. That was two and a half, three minutes of a 60-minute show when that was the biggest storyline throughout training camp for the Jets so far. What makes this show engaging is getting to see the reactions to that. It hasn't necessarily been the star players in years past. They're a big part of it. But the guys who are fighting to make the roster or the guys who have been around a few years who are leaders, seeing them out doing their own thing and seeing those guys who are fighting to make the roster and the relationships they have with their family and how much their family's pulling for them and all that stuff, and ultimately seeing whether or not they make the team, the joy and the pain of making the team versus getting cut. We see both sides. It is part of the NFL. Getting cut is part of the NFL. There is not one person who gets cut and because the camera is there, feels humiliated really by that, I think in the grand scheme. Maybe they're a little bit embarrassed at first around family members. Listen, I've been fired from a job. And when you hear from friends, and they all kind of have that sympathetic tone in their voice, like, hey, you're all right. Like, to me, the worst phrase I could ever hear was, oh, you'll land on your feet. How the hell do you know? You don't know what's going to happen there. That's the stuff to me, as a viewer, that is the most engaging. And I can understand where the Jets are coming from in not wanting to show that. But whether or not it was on camera, unless you blow your stack at getting cut, like it's not going to be a story, and your friends and your family are going to know that you got cut. It doesn't really change anything. If you want this to be a good show, this has to be more about the authenticity of the experience and the things that we don't get to see. And watching episode one last night was a Jets infomercial. I hope that it loosens up a bit in the coming weeks. I have a feeling that, like, because Aaron Rodgers, in a throwaway comment in an interview in Tahoe, said, I want to meet the voice of God, Liev Schreiber, I think HBO putting him on a chopper and having him fly in and land at the Jets facility and just come to meet Aaron Rodgers, like I think that's their way of, hey, maybe we can soften them up a little bit, and maybe we'll end up getting more out of this. I would not hold my breath. It's not an acrimonious relationship from everything I can gather. I think the Jets have been thrilled with uh, the folks from HBO so far, and I don't expect it to be, even though they didn't really want to do it, I don't expect it to be an acrimonious relationship. But what's clear is they're not going to give in. So if you're a non-Jet fan, I don't know what you're getting out of this. Carlin on ESPN Radio on Sirius XM Channel 80. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Um, There is one of these things in in a job that's really, uh, a job like this that's really kind of cool. And it's when somebody might recognize you outside of here. And, and it's amazing. For me, it's amazing because 
oh, hey, people are listening and, you know, people have seen me do TV or whatever. And that's that's really, really cool. And I always say the same thing. Thank you for listening. So I have a job. Um, Cam this weekend was recognized for the first time at a wedding. Accurate? That is accurate. So how did this go down and who was it? Who recognized you? So my friend from college got married over the weekend on Sunday, uh, and I was hanging out with him and some of the groomsmen beforehand. And, you know, we're talking. I'm talking about my job. I say my name, introduce myself to people. And one of his friends, Vito, who may may or may not be listening now, Mm. uh, says, wait, Vito, you're Cam from ESPN. I listen to, you know, Greeny all the time. And he's apparently a big ESPN New York guy. So he's a big Barton Hahn guy. He's a big Michael K. show guy as well. So, yeah, recognized me, then knew who I was from all the clips, put the pieces together. Uh, So it wasn't just a stranger out of nowhere, but there was an introduction made. But, yeah. Pretty uh, pretty exciting moment. For pretty me. exciting yeah. moment for you. Now, and I, I'd like to know what the uh, protocol is here because I said, "Oh yeah, that's me. Thanks for thanks for listening. It's cool to meet you." Uh, you know, I don't know what to, I don't know what to do in these situations. This must happen to you guys all the time. Not all the time. <laughs> no, not all the time. Every once in a while, uh, well, it happens to Bubba all the time. I know that it does yeah, happen to Bubba all, all, the all the time. Is fair. All the time is fair. Uh, I had it happen last week in the supermarket uh, with a gentleman and his wife, and, you know, you just say all the things. I think you handled it brilliantly right there, you know. I've I've been at other places where I was working, and, uh, you know, hey, I, I knew you from SNY when you were on uh, Loudmouse, you know. Uh, what are you doing now? <laughs> I didn't get that the other day. That's a little tough. Yeah, actually, I've been working here for, you know, three years or whatever. I didn't get that with ESPN. I got that. Uh, more with the the places I was before here. They but. just assume you've been selling insurance for eight years <laughs> yeah. since SMI. Well, you know, I quit the business. I went on a sabbatical to Tibet, and I've been studying with the Dalai Lama. That's why I've been off the radar, so to speak. But I, I think you handled it nicely. I think the one, I have two questions. Number one, uh, did you get any f- free drinks out of it? Or was uh, well, it an open bar? It was an anyway. open bar, so yeah. I, you know, I was getting many free drinks anyway. Yeah, see, that's the way that you really know that you're starting to get it is if they start to offer you, you know, hey, can I get you a beer? Can I get you this? Can I get you that? And, of course, you always graciously accept. Yeah. Of course. I'm not going to turn that down. Were there any, you being a single man, were there any women at this wedding who would have recognized you no but i was going to a, a college friend's wedding so i was you know recognized for going to uh, ithaca college not for being on espn <laughs> okay so oh so you're recognized by women for going to ithaca no college. just like oh yeah we used to go to school together not not like oh i've heard you on the radio not i remember that, that nerd <laughs> <laughs> that's what they said are you a why bring sand to the beach kind of a guy in other words no date to the wedding uh, let me, you know, look around and, and see if we can find somebody. Yeah, I was not offered a plus one, so that's uh, that was the strategy this weekend. I uh, talked to a lot of nice people. And how'd that work out for you? I, uh, you know, slept in my own bed. Yeah, well, <laughs> Cam's a good-looking guy, too. That's the thing. But Thanks, Chris. Here's what I've learned over the years. Um, as many women as there are who listen to the shows, uh, not nearly enough of them uh, listen where they would recognize me. So when I was a single guy, it was usually only guys like Ira from Staten Island <laughs> who, 
you know, I, I, Val from Brooklyn who would occasionally show up when I was doing an appearance at a mattress store. Buddha in the Bronx. <laughs> Buddha would, absolutely. Or, you know, 13-year-old kids at a Yankee game. Yeah. It was, it was cool for Vito to recognize me, but it would have been nice for one of the bridesmaids instead of the groomsmen. Exactly. To I mean, let's just throw this. Let's just be clear here. We're only, I, I'm only going to give him half credit here, I, though. I kind I of mean, agree. This, this is not a full recognize. You know, again, as someone who has been recognized all the time, back, right. especially my Mike and Mike heyday as a, you know, love it or shove it in a, a grand board up. All right, yes. all right. Um, what are you up to now? You know, um, <laughs> settle down. Um, you know, they didn't wreck it. It took them like 17 questions. They were playing, they were playing 21 questions. Then it they took them two. Then they finally figured out two who minutes, he was, you two know? minutes. I said my name and where I worked. And he, he said, immediately said, walk through somewhere and say, Hey, are you cam from Greeny? When that happens, come back to us and come talk. Sorry. I only get partial credit for my half fame. credit. Hey, not bad. Not bad. You're getting there. Listen, you'll get more. Half you'll, credit. You'll get more. Um, I absolutely would update your dating app profiles. Of which I do not have. You're you're not on the apps at all? No, not anymore. No Bumble for you, no. no not anymore. Maybe in the future. Not anymore. You seem to be a, a, like a lot of people that are with those apps. That, like They get going for a while and they're like, oh, i got to stop. This is ridiculous. Well, we're getting a little too into psychoanalyzing my personal life, but I, I dated someone from a dating app for a few years, so I'm just for uh, a few years. Yeah, really? it was a successful relationship, and now we're you know I'm trying other things now. Well, I mean, it was a successful relationship in that it's now over. Okay, let's let's not do this. Chris Carlin in the his house. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Cam, someday we'll get into it. Someday I want to know the the rich tapestry of your dating history. It's got a little too deep for uh, ESPN Radio for my liking. It's Greeny coming to you live from the seaport, brought to you by Grey Goose. Uh, Bubba, when you have been when you have been recognized, yeah, was there ever any awkward interaction to it? No, no, I would say no. I mean, it's, it is it does always you know you know uh, keep get you off guard, like you said, and. and to be honest, like you know, you do want to be nice to them. You're always like, yeah. I mean, you are actually, you know, truly appreciative every time. You're like, I, I say thank you for listening. That's awesome, man. Appreciate it. But uh, I think I mean, the first time I was at a hockey game here in Hartford, and some guy just came up to me. Are you are you Bubba from Mike and Mike? And um, thirty seconds, and yeah, I was just like stunned, and I was just like, and we talked for like a minute or two about the show, and I said, yeah, appreciate, it, man. Thanks for listening. That's awesome. You know, and um. Yeah, no, yeah, nothing, nothing awkward, nothing crazy. It's always been cool. Everyone's <laughs> been super nice, but um, every time it definitely kind of stuns you, and you just feel appreciated. It's, it's really cool. I got one last year at a Rutgers game. A fan comes up and says, "Hey, you're Chris, the Rutgers announcer, right?" And I said, "Yeah." He said, "Yeah, I thought you were way over the top on some of those calls." Tomorrow, another one. Thanks for listening to Greeny the podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at ten Eastern on ESPN Radio, or. Watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up, weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN, and also available wherever you get your podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.